Welcome to Healthy Impressions with Anthony and Jason, brought to you by the Chief Wellness Officer Center. It takes a few steps to make a healthy impression. Hello and good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Chief Wellness Officer Center. I'm Anthony Rodrigo. Of course, it's my good friend, Jason Julian, and our special guest, Dick Gilbert. Dick joined us uh, last week to talk about critical illness insurance and uh, give us uh, some insights into what critical illness insurance does for an individual, how it does it. And we talked a little bit about policies and about group policies. And at the CWO Center, I'd like to say that we, when we look at wellness and well-being, we, we do understand that uh, health may get compromised at some point. And currently in Canada, uh, one in three, one in five, one in seven Canadians across their lifetime is estimated to be diagnosed with a cancer with a life-threatening cancer, with a, and that means a malignant cancer, not a benign cancer, but a cancer that can challenge your life, uh, a heart attack, a stroke. So that's one in three, one in five, one in seven. So critical illness insurance is part of a wellness plan, and it's there for you in case you happen to be one of these, these people. Um, lawyers, accountants, uh, financial advisors, to a large degree, are not knowledgeable enough in the specialized living lump sum, uh, currently tax-free benefit. And we at the CWO Center specialize in this benefit. And we've partnered with Dick Gilbert. And Dick, you know, when we talk about individual plans and group plans, there is a huge cost difference. And, you know, before the, the show, you uh, provided some cost comparisons, and we use 35-year-olds and 40-year-olds, and we use two different amounts, $100,000 worth of coverage should you encounter a, a, a medical diagnosis of one of the covered conditions, and $250,000. Dick, it's an incredible price difference, and so can you talk a little bit about that? Well, Anthony, the, the difference is for the individual product you're going through a far more stringent enrollment process. I mean, for group, basically you just sign a form with your employer and you're automatically included. And they don't care about your blood pressure, your build. You don't have to take any tests. They're not concerned about tobacco use, drug use or anything like that. In fact, one of the huge advantages of group is that a smoker gets the same rate as a non-smoker. And when you go out in the market, the smoker rate, like if you take a 45-year-old, a smoker rate or a non-smoker rate for 100,000 on the top CI group plan would only be about $61 and a little bit more a month. If you took a permanent plan and you were a non-smoker for the same 100,000, you're looking at over $292 a month. If you're looking as a smoker, you're looking over $550 a month. And the same applies whether male or female. The other thing I think that's important about group is they don't take into consideration your hobbies, activities. A lot of people scuba dive. That can be a problem for underwriting with CI on an individual product. Sometimes occupations can be a problem, not as much in group. There are a few exceptions, but basically it's more applicable to individual policies. Also foreign travel, which is a huge no-no in 
individual critical illness. That's not even uh, bothered with on the group side. The other big thing that you have to worry about on individuals is family history and whether there's a predisposition to similar conditions. Diabetes is one, MS is one. Um, hereditary conditions such as polycystic kidney uh, disease, things like that. None of those things are evident in an application when you're enrolling for group. If it's a mandatory group plan, you sign the form, you're automatically covered. Now, I think that's a huge difference. That's why I think statistics show, and we can see the alarming incidence of heart attack, stroke, cancer, which you've already mentioned, Anthony. If you look at the statistics, that's why the individual product is so expensive because the probabilities of suffering a critical illness are huge. Dick, thanks. That's great. You know, as, as you were talking about this, I looked at the price difference and, you know, if we're looking at a hundred thousand dollars worth of coverage for an individual that that's about for a 35 or 40 year old, it's a little over $200 a month versus 35. In the individual market, most people, unless they're young, the cost is prohibitive unless they're a business owner or a professional who has their own practice. And then they can use it as a taxable employee benefit. Even though it's an individual product, they can have the company pay it and then they just take it as a taxable benefit. And that greatly, greatly reduces the cost. We look at the, uh, when we analyze a product, we look at what the internal rate of return is going to be at a claim. And what I mean by that is if you bought the critical illness policy and suffered a claim, say you were, well, 35, and say in 10 years you suffer a claim, if you have it on a group basis for 100,000, you're getting the annual compound net after-tax return on your investment of about 89%. If you do it individually, you're getting a 35.2% return, but if the person puts it through the company, if they are fortunate enough, they can do that, then the return jumps up to 48%. But the group, to me, the group is a linchpin in a wellness program because without the critical illness foundation or that linchpin, that's the protection component in a wellness program. Because if you don't have that and you suffer an event, your whole program falls apart. Yeah, thanks very much, Dick. And, and you know, this is worth repeating. None of us can predict the future and there are no guarantees in health and healthcare for any of us. So, you know, from elite athletes uh, down to people who already have a, a compromised system, everybody, all races, all ages, occupations, everybody is kind of, you know, open game for this. So when we take a look at the, the group plan, what it sounds like, Dick, is it sounds like group is a really great way for an individual to acquire this coverage through their employer. And if they can, and when they can, top it up with an individual uh, policy, maybe of a smaller amount, but, but lasts. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, of all the benefits in group plans, I think the first and foremost component should be a group critical illness. The probabilities of suffering a critical illness are far, far higher 
than suffering a long-term disability of 90 days or more or dying. And that's throughout your working years. So the statistics show it, the claims show it, and to me, it, it's a no-brainer. If I was an employer and putting in a group plan, I would definitely put in group critical illness. Even if you went to the employees and said, do you want to pay for it yourself? I, I'm sure many would because there's many, many incidents for various reasons why they wouldn't be able to get an individual product through health, through family history, prohibitive costs, all sorts of reasons, travel, all sorts of different reasons would exclude them or give them ratings or declines on the individual market. But on the group side, they can get it automatically. Dick, you, you created a, a product called Total Living Care or TLC. And uh, last week, you explained to us that uh, the way that you had made it, you'd made it with your family and friends in mind with definitions. When somebody takes a, a policy out, a, a group policy, uh, TLC, let's say that they leave the company. What, what happens then? If they are in a group with TLC and they do leave the company, they have 31 days in which they can apply to transport or port their coverage up to a maximum of $100,000. And now it'll be an optional group policy that will continue on to age 70. And Dick, what happens to the pricing? The pricing is based on a five-year age banding, which is quite traditional amongst optional group plans. So it will go up as the person ages. And will it be similar to an individual policy or still much lower? It, by and large, the only way the individual policy will be lower is if a person takes a permanent policy, which is vastly more expensive initially, but over a 20 or so year period, it will probably end up being cheaper. But on the individual group, when they port it into a, an optional group policy, their rate is going to be much lower. And remember, the rates are adjustable. So if the experience is good and everything else, the rates could improve. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, Dick, uh, one last uh, bit before we, we move to Jason. You know, uh, we're here talking to you uh, about critical illness insurance and, you know, you've led the country uh, in design of this product. Uh, go ahead and plug your product. Uh, tell, us, tell us something about TLC that's different and uh, will help human resources uh, understand why to, uh, to look at TLC. Well, I know in talking to HR managers, especially of large companies, the biggest concern they have is their fiduciary duty to the employees of explaining fully and properly what the definitions in a product cover. And it brings back the old comment that one of the HR managers made to me. We are very concerned about the perception the employee has as to what is being covered and what he's covered for or she's covered for compared to what the actual policy itself covers. When we designed TLC, we took that to heart and we went out, we designed a product that has closed the gap. It is practically non-existence between perception and reality. What you see is what you get. We have no frills. We have the most comprehensive definitions. Another problem that arises in some companies and, and mostly in group is 
you can't name a beneficiary. The beneficiary is the insured. But what happens if the person has a complicated claim and they qualify and die prior to the check being cut? Most companies, they'll pay it to the estate, which is a, a nightmare. We let you have a contingent beneficiary. And therefore, there is no legal fees. There's no tie-up in court or anything like that. It's nice and it's clean. We also permit the people that have an existing group CI plan to transfer it over to the TLC program, and we will grandfather all coverages you have. The only thing we won't cover is new events that we may have, like traumatic brain injury, which very few other companies have. The main thing is everybody can be moved over. And our plan is a standalone plan. And the reason we went that route is we want the pricing to be stable. And on a standalone plan, the pricing is far more stable than a bundled plan because your loss ratios of claims don't affect the other benefits. And CI is a lump sum payment, whereas a lot of the other claims are like disability are paid monthly. So the impact of CI is far greater on a benefits program if it's bundled. We have other features, uh, the portability. We have three different plan options, gold, silver, bronze. Basically, we have the mandatory and we also have an optional, but we promote the mandatory in nearly all cases because that way we know everybody's covered and there's no hassles at claim time. And our claims have been 99%, which I would challenge anybody to beat that in the industry because from what I've seen, 85% or better is good in most cases. Everybody, that, that's Dick Gilbert. And uh, we thank you very much, Dick, for, for spending some time with us and, and helping everybody understand a little bit about uh, curriculum illness insurance and uh, how to get a hold of you. Dick has uh, put together a couple of different scenarios that we talked about today, and you can visit us at the CWO Center to uh, download those. And of course, you can join us on LinkedIn. Uh, Jason, you know, we, we've uh, had this talk about critical illness insurance, and I know that you're working inside with employer groups. You know, when we take a look at CI, Dick made a, a comment about a standalone product and a bundled product, and, and maybe we can talk about how employers can see this product a little bit differently. Yeah, thanks, Anthony. And uh, I mean, I could listen to Dick Gilbert all all day long. I, I never get tired of it. And I, I always learn uh, regardless of being 30 years uh, in, you know, he, he, he touches on uh, a couple of points when, when you say standalone and, and bundled. Uh, a lot of the companies uh, and we work with all of them and we're, we're just we're very proud to offer uh, Dick, Dick Gilbert's uh, TLC at the CWO Center. But when when a group benefit plan is put in place, you know, and Dick makes a good point as well, saying that it really should be the first thing that's discussed, but but that discussion is on the benefits consultant. So that's on me as a benefit consultant to talk to a an employer, uh, the HR department, uh, uh, the decision makers of a company to discuss group criticals in the first place. So that discussion doesn't happen unless it's enabled. And, and most of the time it's enabled by a benefits consultant. And it really should be, as Dick Gilbert says, the first thing that is discussed. Because when you think about it, you know, uh, I, I know the employer wants their employee to not have uh, a stress if, if there's a, a heart attack or stroke or, or a cancer diagnosis. They, they want them to properly recover. And that, you know, that recovery time is so important. They're going to be much more productive 
uh, coming back into uh, the workplace. They're going to be more appreciative of their employer uh, that they put this plan in place for them and allowed that coverage, allowed that time with family and uh, to use those monies to help uh, in recovery. So it, it should be the first discussion. And, and sadly, it's, it's just not. It's, it's as I've mentioned in the last podcast, it's a, it's a throw on item and it should never uh, be because uh, the power of it, uh, I've seen firsthand in my own family and, and, and clients that uh, we've paid these claims on. But uh, some of the bigger companies, they will, they will offer critical illness uh, attached uh, you know, in their product offering. Uh, one company as such is like Manulife. When I go to, to give a quote, the good thing about Manulife is that at least when I'm uh, submitting all a uh, employee data plan design uh, for a group benefit plan for medical and dental, uh, I will get a quote, whether I like it or not, for critical illness. So I do like that, that part of it. So it can be bundled into your plan in your group benefits plan uh, there, and or you can be a standalone. And I, I find after the analysis that I've done and, and the, the great work that Dick Gilbert has done, I mean, his TLC does stand alone, pun intended, from being a, a bundled uh, product. It's one of those ones where I know the, uh, you know, in the situations, the HR person or the company, you know, have to set up a separate ledger to, you know, you know, for uh, payroll deduction, what have you for, for this. Uh, but I can tell you, it's so well worth it because the definitions are so much better. And when you're buying any kind of critical illness or disability product, you do want to take a look at the definition of disability. Group disability, long-term disability, it's all the same. Critical illness, there is a difference. And you want to make sure that your consultant uh, is able to articulate that and give you that, that education. So you can have it as a add on to the carrier that you're currently with, Sun Life, Manual Life, or you can choose to get a uh, quotation and a uh, proposal from uh, TLC and you can you can see the differences. There'll be a difference in, in cost, difference in coverages, and don't always go by uh, the cost. Uh, again, it's very, very important. And, uh, you know, Dick does raise the, the point too that I, I wrote down here about making sure that, you know, for HR people that they're covering off their fiduciary uh, responsibility. I mean, there is that liability that's there. You know, as a consultant, I like to shoulder that for my my clients and work hand in hand with them to make sure that there's risk mitigation and make sure that they understand what, what they're receiving. So, you know, critical illness should be something that on an annual review should be brought up if there if there's employee meetings. Again, it should be one of those those uh, topics that's uh, that's top of mind. So, uh, again. I, I probably would more likely opt with a standalone default. I always get my quotes uh, as well from, from TLC. I do quote the carrier one as well. I mean, I, I always say some coverage is better than none. It's a start and group criticalness could be a start for you. And then you can look at topping up with an individual uh, policy. If you don't qualify for an individual policy, thank goodness you have a, a group critical illness policy. Uh, product in, in place. And again, the great enabler is that gatekeeper, you know, the uh, decision maker, the owner, as they discuss that with their consultant. So again, it's a two-way street consultant to the decision maker of a company uh, and or the company saying, hey, what about uh, critical illness? So I'm hoping that the consultants out there are doing a great job of explaining critical illness and offering it to the companies. Because again, we believe wholeheartedly that it is a pillar of any sound uh, wellness plan. It just, it's a responsible uh, investment. Oh, thanks very much, Jason. Everybody out there, HR people, people that manage people, 
anyone with employee benefits or individuals who are looking on their own, CWO Center uh, is the place to get uh, information and uh, education about this product. Uh, we'll definitely give you uh, access to uh, Dick Gilbert. And uh, remember that this is about wellness. It's about health and recovery. And it's about acknowledging that none of us ever want to be in a situation where we encounter that medical diagnosis, but at the same time acknowledge that, you know, one in three, one in five, one in seven Canadians actually do across their lifetime. This is a wellness product, and we look forward to sharing any information that we can with you uh, at the CWO Center. I'd like to thank everybody for attending today. Yeah, thanks again. Uh, we, we again to, to Dick Gilbert. Uh, you know, we're, we're grateful as well, and, and we're also thankful for uh, the man that makes these podcasts uh, happen and cl- and cleans us up, uh, uh, Jinkia. Uh, we're grateful for the work that that he does. Uh, we're excited to do these podcasts, and and we've got a lot of information to share. Uh, you know, between Anthony and I, you know, that's that's north of fifty five years of of uh, experience in the business. We've got a lot to share. We're excited to do that. Grateful for your listenership and, uh, and we hope you stay with us.